I should get a rear, like a real air horn. You know what? I feel bad. That I feel bad now. Way too loud. I, I have to be fair. Be perfect. Oh, we're perfect, but it would be loud. An air horn? Yeah, like a real one. Well, Junji just. <laughs> 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 Can we please clip that? Can we have... Oh, now he uses it. I know why. Thank that, you. See, that's really? the power. That's, that's the power of being in Cabina Uno, my friends. Wow. You know what I mean? Well, we got everybody here, though. Do not, do here. not cross me. Every no, time he says that, I think of like a cabana. <laughs> a cabana. <laughs> <laughs> what? Spanish, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. <laughs> well I'm, I'm thinking like Florida, cabana, beach. Palm trees. Mm. Wow. Yes. Pina colada. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's Virgin. Yes. Yes. Gotta be clear with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't start calling. I know. <laughs> but it's been it's been an amazing week, guys. Mm-hmm. I noticed that nobody asked me how I was feeling, so I was just gonna throw it in there. Oh, um, Josue, how are you doing? Wow. Thanks, Chuchi. <laughs> how was your week? I feel great. That Actually, is awesome. nobody cares. Not <laughs> you know what, Steph? You know what, Steph? You know bow, what? Bow, the, bow. the thing is, is that uh, sticks and stones may break my bones. But your words will never hurt me because I stand firm on the word of Jesus. You knew Jesus was coming. <laughs> so that one coming, yeah. Well, um, oh, guys, let's take a little quick break. And Jay, what's what, after the break? Oh, what is, I mean. I mean, should we prepare them now? Is that too early for a warning or do like a, yes. a pre-warning? I think it's too early. I think we should do a pre-warning to the warning. <laughs> to the warning. That's safe. All because right. I, hold on, we hold on. Just complete, complete silence. Yeah, do your thing. Just go ahead, Jay. All right, Give here we go. Warning. We're going to take a break, right? Mm. But what comes afterwards, oh my God. probably the most serious, the mo- the pinnacle of the show, sh- shall I dare say, I agree. In, in, in the joking side, I, the pinnacle. It's not go. even a joke, though, Jay. Uh, you're right. This honestly, is real life How dare right I now. say that? Forgive me. My goodness. Are you guys so this if you're so driving, dramatic. prepare to pull over. You, you may not be there yet, but yeah. either way, Lesson. or if you're about to leave, stay home. Like, yes. if you have a baby, put him in the crib. Let him be Please safe. Please emphasize that again. If you're holding a baby, put the baby down. Do not drop and you the sit down as well. <laughs> Do you guys notice that every time we come to this part, you tell people to pull over? Well, Safety. Safety. Come on. Safety. They're but driving, no. then they close their eyes, and they get in an accident. Yeah. We're trying right. to save them. So, what, if, right. what if the amount, because, Chun, the, the, the amount of theolo- theological wisdom that you are sharing through these... Oh. True. My God. That is true. Sometimes wow. mind boggles you. And I know there's moments I have to sit here and just close my eyes and be like, oh my God. Jesus. That's the it's clever. It's clever. Jesus. So that's why we tell you, listen, pull, pull over. You know what I mean? But I, I got to say, I got to say, as director of programming at Radio Amor, uh, please pull over, put your baby down. Radio Amor is not responsible <laughs> for yeah. anyone who is hurt. <laughs> <laughs> or any stomachal pains that comes from the next segment. Stomachal? And the reason why is because that's it is. a word. Is that a word? First of all, yes. I, I, oh, okay. I rolled you, with it. I mean, you know why it's a word? Because you, you said, said it? it? There it is. There it is. There the it reason is. why is because it is, it is Chunchi's joke of the day. Chunchi's oh. joke of the day. So get ready for that and we'll be back. So there, there it is. Ooh. Yikes. We are back. We are back. I hope you guys heard the warning from before. You guys are prepared because this is it. Are you guys ready for this? Like, are you guys like everyone who's here? Are you guys like like excited for what's about to happen? Yes, I'm always. I'm ready. I'm I'm waiting because like Um, lately they've been getting kind of (laughs) clever. So Josue, yeah, how you doing? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, you know. Are you ready? What What are we doing? I don't know. Oh, you know, we're doing... JJ, what are we doing? What are we doing? 
Chunchi's joke of the day. Oh! Chunchi's joke, joke of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Chunchi. Yes. My brother from the same mother. Okay. <laughs> Hit us. We need those sound effects, though. I got you. Yes, please. I got you. I got you. So, with that being said, Chun, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I, I want to make sure that you're ready because I, I honestly, <laughs> you know, I'm never fully ready because it's just it's just too much. But I want to make sure you're ready. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, I'm definitely ready. All right, let's do this. This is a rum roll, rum roll, por favor. Eh? What? Rum roll. Rum roll. <laughs> rum roll. What? <laughs> I'm still on the rum roll. <laughs> and so it begins. Yes. All right. Do you want to do it again? Hold on. Do it hold again. On. What do you call a pig that does karate? Ooh. Oy. Oh, my God. What do you call a pig that does karate? Pork chop. Ah. Hey. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Okay. Okay. I knew it. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Because of the pork, right? Because yes. of the pork. And that then the chop. Chop it up. It, you know what? <laughs> that was Again, did I, not, did I not just say wisdom? Yep. That was Wisdom. That's I'm telling you, man. Um, I'm, I'm so proud. Believable. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Joke number two. Here we go. What is Bruce Lee's favorite drink? <laughs> Why did you sound so sad? Bruce Lee's. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Why did you sound? Uh, you know. sound so sad. You're like, what is Bruce Lee's? <laughs> like, I'm trying to uh, pronounce it right. No, yes. I can Listen, see it in your no. mouth. Like your I'm face. trying so hard to pronounce everything right. Sushi, <laughs> I believe in you. So we're going we're gonna try this again. Let's let's uh, rewind geez. this real quick. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what is Bruce Lee's favorite drink? What is Bruce Lee's favorite mm. drink? Interesting. Hold on, let, <laughs> let us figure it out, bro. Let us figure it out. Um, what, what, what if he gets it right though? I'm scared if he gets it right. If we guess it right, yeah, yeah I mean, we don't I, want I'm to. not, I'm not don't. at that level. I have an idea, but I don't want to spoil it. I mean, Chunji. Oh, you waiting for me now? <laughs> oh, okay. Bruce Lee's favorite drink. Wada. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. My god. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. No, what are you talking about? That, that was funny. That was really good. Wata. Like, yeah. <laughs> we have a hater. Nah, nah, nah. You know what? I'll give you a... That was good. Thank you. Yeah, that, I All respect right. it. I respect good, it. Good. I respect it. All right, guys. Um, you already know what's going to happen. This is that moment. That moment that I really feel we need to take. We take, take a couple seconds here. Mm. Okay? Because this, this is the last one. This is the last one. This is the last one, guys. This is the last one. Let's set up the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are the moments in life <laughs> that are make or break. Preach. These are the moments where you either rise mm. or you sink. Mm-hmm. Yes. Chunji, you've been here before. This is yes. not your last dance. <laughs> you are the MJ. Right now, people telling jokes, you know how they say they want to be like Mike? No, 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 no. They want to be like Chunji. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be you know like Chung. So right now, Chunji. Take us home. Just so take dramatic. us home. Here we go. Listen to the music building. Let it let it flow through you. Here it is. Here it is right now. There it is. Give us the joke. White. 
I got you. I got you. I got you. We're back. We're back. We're back. What? I'm going to say it now? Go ahead. Go ahead. Why didn't they play cards in the Ark? On the Ark. Why didn't they play cards on the Ark? Yes. Wow. I have no clue. Yeah, I really don't know. Because Noah was standing on the deck. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Applause and everything. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, did I not say theology? Yeah. First of all, I didn't even know there were cards in Noah's times like that. Right? Unless, you know, see, now you know. In life, if you're wondering why aren't you moving forward because you're standing on whatever it is that's going to help you move forward. <laughs> Get off of it. That's yes. it. Yes. There it is. Junji, totally. thank you. You're welcome, sir. True. You're that's, welcome. That's, MVP. Listen, listen. You, <laughs> MVP. You, <laughs> yes, sir. You are the man with the with the master plan, my friend. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I actually have a question, though, because like what Theo said earlier about how you feel. Like, How do you feel when you like prepare these jokes? Like when you, when you read them for yourself and actually practice it? Like, what's the feeling you get? Is it similar to us? Are we like combusting laughter or like i always laugh <laughs> so when i'm reading all the jokes to, to bring over here um you know i go through them some of them make me laugh some of them don't but most of them i'm just laughing and i know it's like well i'm laughing but rather going to but i bring them anyways because you know well it works well that it's it's, it's it about you me. man if it, if it, if <laughs> it tickles it, you <laughs> if it tickles you it makes you laugh bro yeah. listen so. your joy is contagious yes please. you know what awesome. i mean so, and that's what's amazing about this. When you have the Christ joy in your heart, you got to just share it, man. And, you know, Santo. this is this is why it's fantastic um, that we have these moments. Thank you, Chunchi, for being here. Thank you, sir. You know how we do. Um, this show wouldn't be 180 without mm-hmm. Chunchi's joke of the day. I tell you that much right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I know. Good to hear. Did you, did you feel that? I, I felt it, man. You know, you, you really know what did. that is? That's called love. Uh, that's love it's the love <laughs> we need some tissues true yes yes we do all right ladies and gentlemen so that's that was fantastic mm-hmm. but uh guys i think we're gonna go take another musical journey <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna be right back and we're gonna hit you with today's topic of the day shall we yes, sir. shall we yes Sh- yes, yes. Yeah. oh okay all right, all right. Let's go. Let's go. i just want a confirmation all right we'll be right back 180? Huh? What? What? <laughs> what? Are we doing it? Okay, 180 on three. Here we go, guys. One, two, three. What? And we are back after we really cut off yes. by somebody so over rude. here. Oh, my God. This swear. is 180. Oh, well Got done, guys. So well much, done. So much for the love. I Listen, know, right? it's, it's nothing but love, but I just, you know, sometimes you have to uh, uh, establish oh, oh. dominance. Oh, oh my God. All that power you have. No, but God is good. God is good. It's been a blast, man. I love it. I love it. Every time two o'clock comes along, you know, I feel like all the stresses of the day kind of just like, Mm -hmm. just being amongst, you know, you guys, you guys are special. I feel like it kind of sets up for like the next area too. Like, you know, because we're we're all like by nature, we're like goofy people pretty much. So we get that out. Really? I mean, I, I, I can speak for myself. I mean, definitely goofy. Yeah. So like, you know, we get that out, you know, we (laughs) release it all and then like now we enter um, this phase, pretty much the next half of it, which you know, especially concerning the theme, yeah. um, it's 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 hefty and also it's very expansive in a sense. Like it's it's huge. Right. And before we get into that, real quick, mm-hmm. I forgot. I, I want to give a shout out to uh, 
uh, brother Sebastian, he texted mm. me and he uh, was like, let's go, bro. Another Saturday, another 180 podcast. Let's do this. He is Smiley face, hands in the air emoji hey. and prayer hands. He's very faithful. Mm-hmm. Every True. Saturday. We have True. a few people that have been very faithful and we're very appreciative of you guys. Yeah. You know, yeah I want to awesome. publicly let Sebastian know we're going to have you on soon, bro. Yes, sir. Hey. Uh, because uh, the, the loyalty is real. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's fantastic. But Jay, you were talking about the seriousness of this topic. No, yeah, and like soon I'm gonna pass off the stuff, so you know we could go, you know, head into this topic. But I was just talking about how expansive it is. Like we had multiple topics in the past of how, you know, certain topics like you know, like before with David and on Bathsheba, Mm -hmm. that could go in so many areas. And like Mm -hmm. with only, even though we got two hours, it's it's a lot. But we only scratch the surface at times. And I feel like this is gonna be one of those things when we get into this topic. So um, hopefully. God, well, I'm pretty, I know for sure God's going to use this moment to educate us, teach us, um, minister to us, sanctify us, etc. So I'm going to pass it to Stephanie to to lead us into this. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we have a guest speaker here with us. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you to mm-hmm. Pastor Isai Melendez who said yes. And he is one of our Bible Institute teachers. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I can say for Amen. myself from Amen. the very first time I met him, <laughs> first year, um, I already knew that he had a calling Amen. and Absolutely. he's been a blessing to my family. So thank you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, Amen. you're not going to get extra points next <laughs> year. <laughs> no, no extra credit. <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm together with but you. That's she awesome. She doesn't need it. She's a good student. Oh, hey. Hey. why'd you look at me like that though? Why he looked at me just like, she's a good student and you're not. I'm like, wow. So, okay. No, you're, um, you're a good student too. <laughs> Isai, um, how happy to be here today? I'm sorry. How happy are you to be oh, here? Oh, I, I, I've been just pondering this day <laughs> all week. This is my first time actually uh, doing it like this. Uh, usually, I'm on a podium, yeah, uh, just sharing the word or in a classroom. Nice. Uh, but for for today, I'm here, and uh, I am just so happy to be here. I'm blessed. Amen. So, and so thank you for having me. If you could do us the pleasure of leading us in prayer Definitely. so that we can get into this topic. Amen. Definitely. Uh, Father God, we just want to thank you today for allowing me to be here today with such a great group of kids. Uh, thank you, we thank you, Father, and we thank you, Lord, for the topic that you have brought for us today. I know that this topic, we're going to delve deep into the topic, and I know, Lord Jesus, that... Everyone who is listening today, I know that you, Holy Spirit, are working there now, preparing their hearts to receive. Father God, I pray that you help me, and Holy Spirit, I pray that you remove me from this equation, and that it be you bringing this message, not me. Oh God, I thank you, and I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. 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 (laughs) Jay? Yes, so... I pretty much kind of allude to, well, not really. We kind of spoke about a little bit what this theme is and mm. how expansive it is. And this theme is, this topic is sin. Mm-hmm. You know, and just that mm. itself, you can go, you can literally branch everywhere because this literally is one of the the main points of our, our testimonies. You know, we were once um, living in sin, practicing sin, mm-hmm. and then Christ saved us. And now we live yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. And though we still are being sanctified, we're, we are saved, but we're still struggling with that area, certain areas, whatever it is. And that battle we have, that counts the battle of the Christian. So, and that, once again, that goes everywhere. It's like roots, you know, yeah. you got tree as the, yeah. you know, the sin as a tree, and then the, the roots go like many areas. So I think it's right to just start off with defining it. I think that's probably the best way to do with anything, any topic. 
uh, I probably would want to hear from you guys, you know, what is sin? Yeah, so um, sin, to simply put it, is missing the mark. Mm. Um, I'm going to bring you guys to First of John 3, 4. I'm going to read this, this verse. It says, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. So basically, sin is vi- violating the law of God. One. Dang it. I just <laughs> wanted to the- go through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. But um, <laughs> it, has it, it literally always happens when I'm serious. Like, there it is. You know what I mean? But what do you guys think about that? I mean, for me, the question that come to my mind is just, just to be that guy. Uh, if you're saying that sin is to miss the mark, what is the mark? Mm-hmm. What is that standard? Because if we're going to say it's missing the standard or, or not reaching the standard or missing the mark, then what would be that standard? I'm curious. Yeah. So uh, I, I'd like to just interject yes. really quickly. Do it. Um, <laughs> this this week, uh, this past week, uh, I was at work and I, uh, I usually talk with a good buddy of mine his name is pastor garrett farkinson um and uh we were just talking back and forth i threw that throughout the fact that i would be here today talking about sin and he brought up that topic Mm. missing the mark now the word the greek word Mm -hmm. is harmat uh hamartia hamartia Mm -hmm. which means missing the mark so if Mm -hmm. you can imagine Back in the day, they used to have, you know, the, the axe throwing. And so you, they would have this big, uh, the way he put it, because okay. this was Garrett. He was giving me this illustration. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I love that. I'm yeah. going to talk about that. <laughs> and for you to say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, God, this is all you. Yeah. Um, and so he said, you paint the picture of a bullseye right. and you having to throw an axe or a knife at the bullseye. He says, and when you don't hit the bullseye, you miss the mark. Mm. Not only are you missing the mark, it's an error. Mm. Mm. Right. So the mark, when it deals with sin in God, that bullseye is righteousness. Mm. Oh, there it is. There it is. Mm. And so you miss righteousness, and that's where mm. sin is. That's what sin is. Wow, I love that analogy. That, that yeah, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. That was good. It, it brings <laughs> up to mind. It brings up to mind. Um, it just always happens. I have a bunch of verses script, like, you know, written here for memory, and the yeah. one I bring up to mind is the one I don't have written down. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that tends to happen to you all out here. Yeah, right? and always funny. I have a bunch, and then like <laughs> in like five minutes he'll remember. Yeah, no, it's um, you know, the, the command from God saying to be holy for I am holy. You know mm. that you know that oh, yeah. standard that yeah. you know yeah. is, is kind of is parallel to righteousness is very much you know the same in a sense. So, you know, that command of uh, be holy for I am holy. And then many other verses that we're probably going to get into in a bit about our, you know, our current state, you know, our holiness on our own. You know, where do we stand? Because obviously it says here, um, everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. It's to miss that mark. Where do we stand in that? Right. I, I think I think that that's interesting because that was, that was I was going to go in asking this follow up question of like, OK, well, if missing the mark is missing righteousness. The question that comes to mind is being that we have a natural inclination to sin, right? Then is it possible in our state to actually reach righteousness? And again, I'm being that guy Mm -hmm. to kind of just present this question because it's interesting. Okay, sin is obviously bad, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? It's missing the mark. The mark is that bullseye. That bullseye is righteousness. 
But because we have that natural inclination to sin, is it possible for us to be righteous in the midst of the situation that we're in? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to Definitely, share yeah. on yes. that one as possible. <laughs> Bring it. Okay. So, um, you know, righteousness, in order for us to walk righteously, yeah. um, there is a, a thing called justification. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if we bring justification into a courtroom, what does justification look like? It looks like a judge with a gavel. Mm -hmm. You see a jury. Mm -hmm. The jury hands down a verdict. And let's take for just just for this segment, let's just say uh, a very, very popular case. And we all know it. O.J. Simpson. Mm. Oh, man. Yep. Okay. So O.J. Simpson, all the evidence that they found and everything, the verdict came back not guilty. So what did the judge have to do? He hit the gavel and said not guilty. So he's been justified mm -hmm. of a crime that he did commit. Mm -hmm. So now he's able to walk out of that courtroom righteous. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. In other words, righteous is walking right. And you can only walk right through justification by faith. Wow. See, the, the, the interesting thing with that is that, okay, through justification by, 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 by faith, and you mentioned using O.J. Simpson, the fact that, okay, he, many will say that he was guilty, right? Um, yeah. The reality is that in our condition, us as human beings, every single one of us is guilty. That's why simple. I use that, right. that analogy. So every single yeah. one of us is guilty because scripture itself says that yes. he who says, and I'm saying it in my own words, whoever says that they haven't sinned, they make God out to be a liar. In other words, you can't say that you haven't sinned because the reality is that you have. We see this, the situation of the adulterous woman that she, they, she was brought up to the feet of Jesus, right? And they were like, we're you know, what does it say that we should do with her, right? We're going to stone her, this and that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know the story. And what does Jesus say? Well, he who is without sin cast the first stone and that takes that moment that they have to analyze themselves and be like mm, mm, i can't i can't yeah. do this so you see the stone falling yeah so i think the first realization for us is to hit that truth that hard truth yep. that we're all on that same plane mm -hmm. we're Absolutely. all on that same condition Absolutely. right and the fact that we're literally in, in in a society where we're very focused on victimizing ourselves and being the victim the reality is that in this scenario, right, we aren't that victim. Mm -hmm. We are the guilty party, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's the first step. Yeah. So now if we understand that, okay, through justification, how does then that work being that we're guilty? Mm -hmm. I, I, that's probably one of the, it's like a, a column or the column of the gospel. That's literally it. And I love the, the once again, the analogy of the courtroom, because when you look at um. I'm pretty sure other spots in Romans, but especially Romans, the language you use for justification is also in that context of a courtroom or like, you know, the, the word justification, right, righteousness, um, justified is all legal terms. Like he used it like, and I, like I, said, I don't know Greek like that, but from the study, I, the studies I looked at, those words were Greek words for like a courtroom setting. Mm -hmm. You know, you yeah. are justified. Yeah. It's not just the word justified. It's yeah. like literally like you said, <clears throat> the gavels down type of thing. So I love how you brought that up. And then we, we, we enter this area now, area that we're all in. That we all, you know, we all have been of, you know, the obvious fact of that we all fall short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We are in need of it. 
um, like Paul says, um, uh, oh, oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? That's the ultimate question. That's where we're all in. And then that's true. What's going to happen? Because on our own, we can't. What can we do to, to justify ourselves? We we, we can't. Right. Who's going to do it? But then with that being said, mm -hmm. uh, being that we're all in sin, mm -hmm. here's another. I just jumped into this. No, side. go ahead. No, yeah. But is there any difference? Is there a different measure in regards to sin? Like, let's say, oh. um, you guys get what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. what, like, if there's a bigger sin than another right. one? Right, because if if with Isai, what you mentioned, okay, our way to somehow reach righteousness because of our condition, we need that justification. So if we, we see that there's a lot of people, even in the Christian community, who try to justify themselves by going, well, yeah, I've sinned, but it's not as bad as that, yeah. or it's not as bad as that. So the question is, is there a, a varying degree of sin? Um, can I, I, I think for us humans, in our mind, we want to say, yeah, um, killing is more than me stealing something from the store. But I believe in God's eye, sin is sin. So for oh. us as humans, we might think, we might act and justify ourselves that our sin is less than someone else's. But under God's eye, we're all the same. We're all sinners. We all made the same mistake. It's interesting, though, because I've heard a lot of people say that, right? I've said it as well. But the reality is, if we're all going to be kind of be sincere, mm -hmm. we say this. Sin is sin. So whether you committed adultery, God forbid, right? or you lied still a sin right yeah, definitely so that is the truth mm -hmm. but we don't but act like it. that's the, that's where we i'm getting don't. at where we don't so you see that uh, and i'm looking i'm talking it from the perspective from the christian perspective right yeah. where we treat sins differently you know where we go okay well we're gonna talk about these but not about these right um i'm gonna dare go there um one of the the, the big things today that we like to emphasize a lot is homosexuality mm -hmm. And I'm going to say with all sincerity, it is a sin, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Right. But what is the difference between that and what we just mentioned, adultery? Is sin not still a sin? But yet we see where we focus more on one thing, but we kind of don't address that much the other. So why is that? And I got a couple of things that come to my mind, but I kind of want to hear from you guys. Why do you think that is that we have a tendency of going, well, there's different various levels of sin. And at the same time, I mean, that's how we act. But at the same time, we go, no, sin is still sin. So uh, if I can just uh, uh, just add a little bit to that. Um, first, we just have to look at the word in John chapter 5, 16 and 18. I'd, I'd like to read that of for course, you. Of course. Um, where it's going to give us an insight as to uh, uh, a, a different kind of sin that is that leads to death I, it reads if anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death mm, mm -hmm. so wait a second mm. there can be there is sin that doesn't lead to death so that is a different level of sin mm -hmm. he shall ask god will give him life to those who commit sins that do not lead to death there is sin that does lead to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin. Mm. Okay, mm. So there's the two distinctions right there. But there is sins that does not lead to death. We know that everyone who 
has seen, who has been born of God does not keep on sinning. There's the does not keep on sinning, which I want to tap into that mm-hmm. uh, practice. Okay, yep. but he who was born of God pr- protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. So we see here very clearly that we have the sins that do not lead to death and sins that do lead to death. Mm-hmm. But then it says that all wrongdoing is sin. If we serve an uh, an all-loving God, mm-hmm. we serve a God that is holy and says, you, you, I want you to be like me, then taking that eraser from work, would God do that? Would Jesus do that? That's something so small. How bad do you need the eraser? How bad do you need that eraser? It's tough times, man. Tough times. Tough times. I can see toilet paper from work, but... 2020. (laughs) But you you understand? And so that it's still stealing. Or it's like one of those little white lies. Mm -hmm. But our holy God doesn't need to lie, doesn't need to take anything. And he says, I want you to be like me. Mm -hmm. Jesus wants us to walk in his footsteps. Matter of fact, um, in, 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 and I always talk about this, John 15, 5, where he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If I abide in you and, and you and me, that, is, that mm-hmm. is so profound because it shows a relationship with God that has a connection, that, it, that, that encompasses a connection. And through that connection, we need to walk righteous, need, mm-hmm. righteousness, mm-hmm. righteous in righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing God and knowing that he's an all loving God and all holy God, mm-hmm. all sin is wrong, is bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And the word explains it. So to me, any, any sin, these sins, but now the sins that are uh, not to death, you keep practicing them. What's going to happen? I would say death is eventually going to be there Absolutely. because of separation. Death, yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. of the separation. Yeah. And so, you know, to answer your question, that's that's where the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. Right. There. And, and and what what comes to mind, though, in regards to how I was mentioning also is the fact that being that, and, and I agree with you 110%, um, how is it that we see that it seems like some sins are addressed more than others, right? And... The reason why I brought up that question is because I'm going to give kind of like the only answer to, to my own question because I'm bringing these questions. I'm, I'm being that guy that, you know, bringing up the questions and let's mm-hmm. see what happens, because um, we sometimes think, OK, we're focusing on homosexuality. But what about adultery? Why don't we talk about that? Why don't mm-hmm. we da, 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 mm-hmm. right? And we do it from a perspective of like, oh, that's wrong because it's da, da. and here's the thing. It could be. There is that possibility. I mean, there is <laughs> that possibility. God forbid, though, that there are some that are, okay, you're trying to focus more on one and the other um, because you're trying to hide the other. Hmm. But I personally believe that that's not the general case. I think that sometimes one thing that plays a part is you have to look at the society you live in. And you have to see what is being more prominent in that time and what you need to address more. So it's not that you're saying, for example, in this time that we see the movement that's happening, you know, with homosexuality and the way society sees sin in general. It's not that we're the fact if we address one sin, it's not that we're going, this is the the really bad one and these, well, whatever. 
No, is that like this is what's prominent right now that needs to be addressed. It's not that we're ignoring the other, but is that we need to address this right now. I don't know if that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cap- so you're, I and I 100 percent. Well, 99.9. Not, I agree with you. Uh, for that 0.1 percent, we'll talk about <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it should be the other way. What do you mean? Like, okay, so you're addressing this one sin because of what's going on around, you know, us and the community and everything. But sometimes these sins are done hidden. Mm. And I feel like we we should be addressing all sin because you never know what someone could be doing behind closed doors. And they might think they're getting away with it when they, you know, you got to address them with, without, if even if you don't know, I feel like you shouldn't make, um, put one, like one, talk about one sin more than the other if, if that makes sense like you should be able to talk about all of them or address all types of sin and not point out to just one um i was gonna say in this case this is when you really need to be led mm-hmm. by the spirit yes. because mm-hmm. yes i i hear both of what you guys are saying i think and I agree with what um, Josue was saying too, because he mm, was saying Santo. that all the time. You know, <laughs> what? I'm sick and tired of this. God is good. Um, <laughs> it comes a time where you have to be sensitive, especially in the church. And like what he was saying, the fact that maybe in this season, your church may be struggling with this specific you sin. Yeah. You have to address yeah. that specific yeah. sin. But it's not to say that, you know, in the course maybe the following week that you may address another sin is not necessarily that someone's going through that, but mm maybe the 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 pastor is led to that um the other thing that i wanted to bring is why i started with being led because sometimes society brings up situations that are not godly Mm. and they're bringing it up because they want to start something that and now we know who's behind that Mm. is the enemy so why i'm saying to be led because the moment you step into that make sure that you are equipped with the mm. armor of God. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> they're coming Amen. to bring up destruction and rebellion. And we're doing the opposite. We're trying to bring peace. We're trying to bring forth the word. So I think you have to be very careful when you see the enemy trying to stir up mm-hmm. something. Yes. Make sure yes. you're prepared. Amen. But how do you know that the enemy is stirring up something if you don't get to know your enemy? And the way you know your enemy is literally in God's word. Amen. A lot of times we want to point out these things and people want to have stances. But that's why I love that at the beginning when I brought up the first question, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the first thing he, say, he says or one of the first things he addressed, he goes, well, let me go to the word of God. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, OK, why aren't these things addressed? Well, we're speaking word of God. So it's there. That's the that's that's the foundation. That's what we need to focus on. Right. Um, and, and that's the only way we're going to be able to see and recognize, OK, this is what the enemy is doing. Why? Because I already know your tactics because I see it in the word of God. But I think that's a very, very incredible yeah, point. Definitely. And, and I, I'd like to just add, I'm in the company of four of my students. here. <laughs> Can yeah. y'all hear? Can y'all understand? Look at where uh, they're going and how they speak. They're speaking as ministers, as people who are sharing the word of God uh, in regards to sin. So as I, I've been listening to Stephanie and Josue, <laughs> you know, and Kat and Jay, uh, you guys are talking in that 
in that sense of being on an altar sharing the word with other people in reference of sin. Amen. However, I want to just say <laughs> that when we talk about sin, our God is saying, I'm looking at you. Mm. 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 If we can all attest that we have all fallen short That's of the right. glory of God yes. mm -hmm. before we can minister mm -hmm. and wow. share this word of sin, God is looking at us and going, oh, yeah, there's some things that you need to fix. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I see that sin and you need to correct that mm -hmm. yeah. so that you can be in oneness with me. Um, and so for those who are out there listening, God is looking at you saying, I see your sin. It's not hidden from me. And you know what? That brings about the seriousness of sin. That's absolutely. The fact that God is watching, right? The fact that he's focusing and there's nothing <laughs> we can hide from him yeah. right there's, there's no there's you know <laughs> there, there, there's no. nowhere we can nope. run away to try to hide from 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 god he sees everything right and and it brings to my mind this um in the book of romans uh when paul talks about uh you know how man went in the wrong direction i'm saying obviously in my own words trying to say it quickly and god kind of let man to his own devices so to speak um and we know how that went right um yeah, the, 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 the term he used is, and he gave them up. There it is, right? Mm. So uh, <clears throat> when he's bringing that about, right, mm. he's talking to the the, the, the church in Rome, right, to the, in, in the book of Romans, and then he's just like, I don't know where he's like, and you who criticize them, I say in my own words, but do the same thing. And because God's grace has been upon you, in other words, you think that somehow by the kindness of God that you won't have to deal with the consequences of those actions when it is God's kindness that should move you to repentance. Mm -hmm. So the reality is that we have to come to terms with the fact that we have a tendency to try to be those people who were trying to cast a stone. And you have to realize, wait a second, I have no right to cast a stone. I can speak truth. I can speak the truth of the word. But I cannot be the one to cast down that judgment in the sense of the the the, the casting the stone because I'm on the same boat. You know what I mean? And the reality is that when if God hasn't addressed that in you. Right. We sometimes we humanly think that oh, well, because well, God, God hasn't said anything. Um, nobody's called me out. I don't know if ever, everybody anybody here has ever had that feel like when you go up to the altar and you're like, oh, man, this preacher's about to put my business out wow. there. So let me not go. <laughs> right. I think so, we've all been up there. Right. So when you have those moments and your business is, is not put out there, we have a tendency of thinking that, oh, well, I'm good. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. The fact that I'm having mercy. The fact that I'm having kindness towards you is not me saying I'm okay with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's me showing you grace, that favor that's not deserved. And it is that grace, that act of kindness that should stir us up and go, wow, despite the fact that I do nothing but sin and mess up, you still continue to show mercy, love, kindness, grace that should move me to run to that throne of grace in repentance and go, God, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah. But because we're not willing to accept the reality of our condition, and we start to have a higher opinion of ourselves than we actually should, mm -hmm. we start to misinterpret God's kindness for weakness, mm -hmm. yep. thinking that, oh, he didn't notice. And God's like, if you only knew all the notes I've been taking, mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? So, and, and, and the seriousness of sin is the fact that the, the payment of sin, the wages of sin is what? Death. Death. And another way of looking at death is separation. So think about the reality that because of death, because of sin, excuse me, comes that separation from God. And look at the world today. Everything that's going on is a consequence of that separation from God. Yeah. Because God being holy, he being righteous, he cannot mingle with what is not holy, with what is not righteous. So sin is not any little thing to play with. It's not something to flirt with. So it's incredibly serious. No, yeah. And I, th I, th Absolutely. I, th I think that, you know, I, I, I can speak from like my own like experience. I, I've been on that boat. You know, when Christ saves you, I'm pretty sure, everybody, everybody, at least for the most part, everybody has that similar testimony. You know, God saves you is radical. It's, it's, it's radical. And it's like you have that change in your heart. You have this inexpressible joy. Like I remember the time, like mm. I knew the stuff that I was going to go through afterwards after I confessed Christ, not just verbally, but my whole life. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I was like, I have Christ. And you go headstrong into whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then there's times that, at least for me, you find you kind of take um, in a certain way um, for granted that grace. That wow. great, you, you take advantage of, or not, not, not once to take advantage, but you kind of, in a sense, forget about it. You yeah. know, you forget the fact of how serious, how big sin is. Like, um, like uh, what you call it? Like, if you look back at, um, I have a couple things here. Um, it has, it's actually a quote from a sermon that I listened to. It's from John Piper, this sermon called Make War Killing Sin. Um, he says this about sin. It says, sin is so ugly and so offensive that the only remedy was the death of an, of an infinitely worthy divine substitute, hence Christ. Mm. Sin is so offensive that all, all human death is owing to that one sin. So ugly and offensive that um, everlasting conscious torment is a just and proper response. You understand that from, you know, from original sin, of course, but like even in our own lives, that is worthy of death. Like, remember, um, after the day of Pentecost, it was like a couple of days. I, I don't know the exact days, but a little bit chapters after that, um, that everybody was giving up their possessions. They were selling everything. Yeah. One, he, he didn't need to. He didn't. He didn't need to do that. You know, you don't have to do all that. But he said he gave everything, but he didn't get the portion, and he died immediately. Like God struck him down immediately. Mm. That's all serious. We take it granted mm -hmm. for that. We think that oh, I could get yeah. away. You know, I get away. Mm -hmm. This is small. It's a small white lie. You know. You know. Maybe it goes by our head. We don't. Really, we don't mean it, or we do. We, you know, something little. But it's that serious. Like it's, yeah. it's what separates for us from mm -hmm. God is, and it, what we deserve is hell. And that's the reality. And that's the we forget about that. You know, and because of grace, you know, we're we're so used to being redeemed, and you're like, oh, you know, I'm good, and all these little things. It's not. I'm not doing this. You know, look, look at this dude. This is wild. And we forget that that one little that you know you can't see me do quotes that one little thing <laughs> is justifiable enough to be like you're done you're not yeah. waking up today yeah you know yeah. it's yeah. it's that yeah. you know and i remember that point in my time i was like man i need to stop <laughs> or like i need to like wake up or yeah. you know yeah. shake that off because that's the reality when you when you go to sleep you don't you don't have a privilege or a right to wake up again it's god's mercy that's another verse that i think um god's, god's mercy is new every morning in the yeah. sense and that's the truth and we take that for granted and that's how serious sin is, like all those things that we deserve death. And um, the reality is that we are at war with this body of sin. You know, that's another thing. It's a constant war. It's not something you put off. Like you said before, it's not something you put off to the side and then whatever. There's a reason why Christ called us to chop off our hands if, if it calls yeah. us to fall. Is that serious? I like I we kind of mentioned it with that. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, you know, for the sake of the parable, you know, it, it reminds me of like a venom bite. You chop it off quick because if not, it will spread your whole body and you're done. Yeah. You know, it just shows the urgency and how serious it is. Um, I have one more quote that you guys could hop in. I just, I just have like this area, like I focus a lot because at least for me, I can relate to it a lot. It's a quote from, um, I quoted it before in the last episode, it was from John Owen. I quote a little portion of it. Mm -hmm. I read the rest of it. 
along with other scripture, um, it says this, uh, do you mortify regarding to sin? Do you mortify? Do you make it your daily work? Be always at it while you live. Cease not a day from this work. Be killing sin or it will be killing you. That's the full That's the full context of it. And that whole book that he wrote about, um, it's, it's, it's called uh, the, the Mortification of Sin. Is that killing the sin. You know, you, of course, being led by the Holy Spirit, that's the crux of it all. You're not doing it on your own. Is you being saved and hence he gave you the power by the Holy Spirit to overcome those sins through Christ. That's the it. And that's what you need to do daily. You know, whatever it is in our personal life, we need to chop that off and fight it. And then Paul says something similar in Romans 8, 13. It says this, for, it is, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. You know, that's the reality of where we are with sin. You know, it's a, it's a war. Sin is a huge thing. Yeah. Like it th to the point that he, d death is here in a sense. Uh, the curse to the land uh, back in Genesis, etc., is that degree. And we kind of forget sometimes because God is merciful, insanely merciful, if I dare to say insanely merciful, but... You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, we we got to look at death um, for a moment. When we look at sin, look at death. Mm. What kind of death are we talking about? Mm. We're talking about a spiritual, spiritual death. It is a separation from God. So mm. if it's a separation from God, then we need to look and delve deep, deep, deep into the heart of God mm. to see how he views sin. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of those ways that we can actually really get to understand how severe seriousness, that's the topic now that we're on, the seriousness of sin is looking at the character of God when he's dealing with sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'd like to read for you another portion in Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 8, uh, where... Um, we're going to see God's heart. We're going to see his character here for a moment. We're going to see an emotion in God. And, uh, and so it reads, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Okay, so the wickedness of man was the issue. And that every intent of the thought of his heart. So we're dealing with a God that is dealing with hearts. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's that's what our God mm -hmm. does. He's in our hearts. He's looking at what's in the heart. Mm -hmm. um, that's why he says you can you can get angry, but do not sin. Mm -hmm. Really, you know how many people don't understand that? Yeah. But that's the that's the thing. You can get angry, and that's all happening here in the brain. Just don't let it get to the heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's where now revenge starts to come in. Mm -hmm. And that's now. Now there's feelings involved in all of that. And God says, now you're sinning. Why? Because it, it's now in the heart. But watch this. He says, uh, the, uh, the thoughts of his hearts was only evil continually. And we haven't even, I, I've been wanting to touch on the practice. And I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to the practice of sin shortly. Mm -hmm. Um, we passed over it, but and I, I definitely want to touch. Oh, we're, on we're, the we're going there, my oh, friend. No, yeah, we're, we're going to yeah. touch on the practice because he, it, here it is again, evil continually, and the Lord was wait sorry that He had made man on the earth, and He was what grieved yeah. in His heart. Mm. Our God, who works and operates in the heart of man, for a moment we can now look at his heart 
dealing with sin. But then watch. He says, so the Lord said, I will destroy man. <laughs> nice. Now, this is, <laughs> this is our God. This is his heart. He was sorry. And now he says, time for execution. Mm -hmm. And then he says, whom I have created from the face of this earth, both man and beast. He says, yeah, since I'm going to kill man, I'm going to kill all the animals on, on the face of this earth, too. Wow. Because I'm God. Mm-hmm. And because they are so far from me. And because I feel so sorry because I'm grieved. I mean, can we understand the word grieve? He was grieved in his heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, and then he says it again. And I don't know if you under, if you know, uh, if you go to theology class uh, into school and, and they'll, they'll teach you that um, in the word of God, when you see a word repeated a couple times, that shows um, th that was the way in Hebrew and Greek they would communicate that it was greater, that it had just gotten more. Um, and he goes, I am sorry, there it is again, that I have made man. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Mm. Yeah, that's... that's. It's, it... He was looking for that man. He was looking for a people that had grace, that had the heart like his. Mm-hmm. And he found that one person, mm -hmm. knowing that they would fail again. He would ultimately destroy mm -hmm. man and beast, except for, for Noah and his family. Only to repopulate the earth with continued sin. So we see here the seriousness, the gravity of sin and the consequences that come from sin, right? So... The question that will come that comes to my mind is being that we now understand that we literally all sin. We're all on the same boat. How do you deal with the mindset and with the, 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 the pain in the heart of a person who loves God? Right. But is struggling because this is a topic that needs to be talked about. Because the reality is that so many of us and by us, I mean, like, you know, the, the, the Christian community, the body of Christ that are struggling with sin, but feel they don't feel the, the, the comfortable enough to come forward and say, this is a struggle that I have mm. in order to, re to, to receive that help. Right. So then what happens with the person who understands, OK, I understand that sin is, is bad it's, it's, and it's serious. But then how do you deal? What happens with the person who I love God? I want to do what is good. And you guys are going to recognize what I'm about to say. I want to do what is good. And yet what I do not want to do, that's what I end up doing. And you have this constant struggle of like, I want to serve God. I want to be righteous. Right. But I continue to do what I don't want to do. So we're going to answer that question right after we go on this break. And we are back. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in the middle of it. Like, I knew, <laughs> <laughs> like, this topic, I said it was expansive, but once you get in there, it's like, there's so much. And yeah. where we left off, kind of, we kind of, we kind of like a peek at God's heart when he was grieved. Mm -hmm. And that point's not where he said he was bringing it up. And I would just want to pass it right back because we were in the flow and he had his points. So you could take it off and we go from there. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, uh, you know, we just we just touched a little bit on uh, the heart of God dealing with sin when he actually saw uh, their intentions in their hearts and how evil 
that generation was um, and those people were. And then we, we were able to see how he was grieved in his heart. But as there was a continued practice, mm -hmm. a continuation of that sin, then we see a little later on dealing with his people in Exodus uh, chapter 32, verses 7 through 10. I want to read that for you. I want to bless you with this word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and the Lord said to Moses, go, get down. For your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. Mm. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> they have corrupted themselves. Okay. So, and how many here uh, can identify with that corruption? Mm -hmm. um, Instant okay. silence. <laughs> uh, um, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have them ha, they have made themselves a molden calf and worshipped worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, Get get the word, get the word. I have seen this people. <laughs> when he says I have seen Oh, you don't have to speak. He knows what's in their hearts. Mm -hmm. He knows uh, that these people, as they were creating the, this calf, um, they were already starting to worship it even before it was constructed. Wow. <laughs> okay. So he goes, I've seen this people. And indeed, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone. Uh, there's other reference in the Bible. I think it's in Jeremiah where God actually said to him or Ezekiel, Eze Jeremiah, he says, no, no, don't, don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. I'm paraphrasing. I, I'm not going to listen to your prayer. That's mm. so scary. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about the prayer of a righteous man. And he says, I'm not going to listen to your prayer. And here it says, now, therefore, let me alone. Leave me alone, Moses. Don't talk to me. He says, that my wrath may burn hot. This is in the heart of God. We see a God turn from sorrow to now anger, burning hot. He says, against them, and I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. So when we talk about seriousness, this is serious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, even when I was a young uh, boy um, and I was in Sunday school and these little words would come up like I will totally <laughs> and utterly <laughs> annihilate and all of those. And I will smite, you know, even the Bibles now these days, they soften those yeah. words. They, yeah. they used to True. instill fear. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love the King James Version, because the King James Version still holds a lot of those words that make you go. Wow, that's not nice. Oh, God, is that how you felt right there? Um, and so that really, really shows us the seriousness of sin in the heart of God and how he will deal with that sinner should they not repent. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> any, any, any other uh, uh, before we close on that one? No, I mean, I, I, I'm, at all. Yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> 
the, the scripture says, and I, I know it in Spanish, this is my problem, because I know it in Spanish, it's It's a horrendous thing to land in the hands of a living God. In other words, you don't want to mess with him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. It's it's not it's not any little thing, you know. Um, but yeah, Isaiah, I know you got another point. Keep going with it. And so uh, we we delve right into another that that fact of the practice of sin. I, I really want to touch on that practice of sin. Um, the practice of sin we see that in John uh, and and Stephanie. I think you were the one who mentioned it. Uh, John chapter uh, three verse mm -hmm. four, where it says, "Everyone who makes a practice of sinning." also practices lawlessness and i don't i, I th that's the subject i just don't want to look over okay yeah. what is lawlessness mm. if you look back in the western time mm. a city in let's say texas in the old wild wild west whenever there was a a, a lack of enforcement law enforcement there they used to call them the sheriffs mm -hmm. The time where there was no sheriff, that period of time, maybe a month, maybe six months before a, a, a sheriff was appointed, people were doing what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And there were murders, there was uh, thieves, there was stealing, there was rape. Mm -hmm. And all of those things just started to escalate and snowball only because... There was no law there. Mm. Now, they were practicing lawlessness mm -hmm. because there was no law. Now, what does that say to God? Him being the ultimate law. Mm. And for you to continue to do something, knowing it's wrong, you are bold face, both bold-facedly saying to God mm -hmm. without words... I'm going to continue to do this. Mm -hmm. You can come up with all the excuses you want. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But at the end of the day, this is the word that he's calling you. Mm -hmm. Should you continue in that sin? I mean, God is so good. Mm -hmm. Look at the grace. <laughs> I mean, look at the amount of love and mercy that he has, that he's able to look at us and say, wow. And you continue. I was going to say, um, I think for an individual who may not see it, like that they're sinning, it's until they go into that act of surrendering and find themselves in that place of, you know, humbling themselves, then they'll actually know I'm wrong. But if they don't, if they go into their, how they're feeling or whatever their flesh and whatever situation is around them, then they're not going to acknowledge that sin and it's like i think what um Jose was saying is um the fact that sometimes we just don't want to um we're not ready yet um i think there's many other variables to that but it's not until that person actually submits and lets go that they realize you know i'm in the wrong yeah yeah, yeah. you know and I, i i will say you know just to piggyback with a story from the bible Uh, the parable that Jesus was talking about, the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. um, the yeah, prodigal that, that, son. That keeps coming up. I was just going to mm -hmm. say, it's following us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you look at the prodigal son, um, 
I, I love this story. I, I, I just want to share with you that story is so, so profound. If you look at the prodigal son. It's the gospel, really. Yeah. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. You see, you see this, this young man um, ask for a portion of his inheritance and he makes off to an, another uh, distant um, city. The minute he turned his back to face the city was the moment that he actually turned his back on God. He was turning his back on his home and his father. And unfortunately, uh, we see even now people, you may not be in that city, but there are people right now that have done an about face and they're facing that city. It could be mm-hmm. anything. It could be a problem at, the, at, at your home. It could be a problem at your job that's really taking you off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, what happens is that the further you get from home, the more trouble you're going to find. Yeah. yeah. These are facts. And the more you continue to walk, the further you are from coming back. Unfortunately, what happens is that during that time, he met up with a foreigner. How convenient. <laughs> That's what Satan does. The further that you, co- you, you go away from, from God, yeah. believe me when I tell you, a foreigner will come to help you on your journey further from God. And now we see him. He's working with this foreigner and ends up where? In the pigsty. He ends up in the mud, mm-hmm. working in the mud. But I tell you, was he still a son? Even in the mud, he was a son. That's right. mm-hmm. He didn't stop being a son. His home was still his home. He was just far from it. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, and he came to himself. Stephanie, what you were saying, that moment where you come to yourself, that was that pivotal moment, that moment where he said, wait a second, mm-hmm. what am I doing here? But I, I, I encourage you, and the, the, he who is listening, don't wait to get to that point where you're in the mud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have time yeah. right now yeah. to turn around. Yeah. This You listening to this is God going, it's time. Yeah. It's, it's time. time. Yeah. Maybe you took 10 steps. Don't take another 10. Turn around. Come to yourself then. Mm-hmm. At the door, come to yourself. Wait a second. Let me stop. But you know what? We give so much emphasis to that prodigal son, right? Every single time you hear the prodigal son, yeah. you go, oh my goodness, look at that life. But do you know that that entire story is not about the prodigal son? Say it. Say it. <laughs> if you look back at the lost coin and the lost sheep, mm. every single time something was found, the owner... Mm-hmm. <laughs> The coin, the coin, it says that he rejoiced. She rejoiced that that the coin was found and then started to spread the news. Hey, listen, I found the coin also with the sheep. And now the father says, let's make a party. Mm-hmm. Mm. My son was lost and now is found. So it's not about him. It's about the father who lost something that he felt so valuable. But here's what's amazing about that, Isai. 
this is the thing about that story that just it, it blows my mind because one of the things that we need to realize when we look at scripture is that literally every part of the scripture if you don't see the gospel i think there's a problem absolutely amen and in that story we just mentioned earlier how in the book of romans paul mentions how god basically gave us up right because we chose now we, we, we're going to do our own thing so you notice that in the story of the prodigal son the father wasn't the one who told him leave no no but he let him go he let him go so just like god gave us up free will because of free will <laughs> he's going okay go but the amazing thing about this is that yeah he gave us up but he stayed in the same spot waiting absolutely and you see yes. that when he yes. finally hits yes. that that tough moment the thing that catches my attention is what made the son go oh yeah i can go back home and i can repent and say i've sinned against heaven and against you why because the father this is me and in, in my imagination he must have already instilled in his son mm -hmm. his characteristic of, yes, there will be punishment. Yes, there is consequence to your uh, evil actions. But if you repent, I love you so much that I will show you mercy and grace. Mm -hmm. Amen. That you can Amen. come to me with confidence. So Amen. because that was instilled in him, that's when he had that realization like, wait, man, this is bad. I'm over here wanting to eat the pig's food. This is the worst of the worst. <laughs> I, but I can go home. So why am I saying this? Because right now you're probably so deep in whatever situation you're in that you're feeling just like Paul. I, I, I know what I want to do, I don't do. And what I don't want to do, that's what I do. He goes, well, all wretched man that I am, who can save me from this body of death? And you feel like there is no hope. I can't go home. And yet God is going, I've been waiting for you this whole time. Yes. Because yes. if you look at all of scripture, not just the New Testament, Right. If you look at all the scripture, you see not only God's wrath and, and God's uh, righteousness and no, you got to be holy, but you also see his mercy, his love and his grace. Constantly. Second, Exactly. Second of Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. God has already established the fact that you can come home. And the amazing thing is that when he made that choice to do that 180, <laughs> shout out, right? <laughs> when the son makes that choice, this is the part that hits me. That when the father sees him from far away, the father didn't wait for the son to come to him. Mm -mm. The father ran to his son. Amen. That act of him running to him and embracing him was the father already letting the son know, I forgave you before you even said a word. All you needed to do was come to me. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and the amazing thing is, is that we need to understand that though sin, yes, it is a struggle. Yes, it's not. It's not easy. But there is hope because as much as God gets ang angry and he grieves, but because he is our father. He continues to love us. Amen. And because of that love, his hand continues to be extended towards us. Yep. But we have to be willing to make that choice and go, wretched man that I am, who can save me from this body of death? Oh, yeah. Thanks be to God for Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. I could fully and agree. No, go ahead. You go. And you did say something that, uh, that you know, sparks uh, a thought. 
and that's when you were talking about that turning, that point mm. of turning, uh, which is exactly what happened with the prodigal son. He yep. came to himself. Mm-hmm. When he came to himself, and this is where I want to connect the two. I want to connect this story to you who's listening right now. Mm. When he came to himself, there were some things that happened afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you were saying how, you know, the father is so good. And, you know, all of all, all the things that he has done for us and how much he loves us. But it's those things that mark us in such a way like his father marked him in such a way that he was able to say in my father's house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he was able to be brought to remembrance there it is. if we look at the old testament was not god trying to bring his people back to remembrance yes, yes. constantly yes. that's yes. why some of the festivals were in, in in place some of the celebrations were in place and he says you shall you shall do this yearly as a remembrance so that you remember how I took you out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. So how many of us have been marked by God to a point where we can say, wow, God, you were here this this time, this year. You did this for me. You did that for me. Can we remember his goodness enough to turn around wow. and go, I want to go back to that? Because yeah. that's exactly why the prodigal son went back. Mm-hmm. If things at home were not w- right... Yeah. He would have never had to. He would have never wanted to come back mm-hmm. in the first place. Matter of fact, he probably would have said, like some other people say, many people say, uh, you know what? I'm going to try this next city. Maybe my luck will change. Mm-hmm. Mm. But things were so good at home that he says, no, I need to go back. And so God is saying that today to, to us today. Mm-hmm. Look what I did on the look. I sent my son. Oof. You know, I, I mean, this is what he did for us. Yeah. How many times did he save your life? How many times did he, he he help you at your job or in your health or with your children, your loved ones, with family, with a friend? How many times have we seen God? Has God not marked us enough mm-hmm. for us to say, you know what? It's time for me to go back. I feel like. 2020 is that mark for us amen with all of this the stuff that's happening um and all the negative stuff that's happening i feel like christ wants us to focus on him and Mm. the stuff that he's done for us and how this is the time to come back amen amen and we are in in a in a critical time Mm -hmm. yeah 2020 shout out uh (laughs) (laughs) you know what i was gonna say too is that um especially for those that are listening who do not believe yet Mm. or have not accepted the Lord as their Lord and Savior is the fact that there is no sin greater than God. Mm. So Mm. whatever you're going through or whatever you, you know, may have experienced, just know that there is a God Mm -hmm. who is waiting for you and you should not be ashamed. Yeah, You know, that's why we have Christ. And thankfully enough, he doesn't judge us like the world does. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing that we have him because if we were to put ourselves in the things of this world, I I truly believe and we see it in those who are unbelievers that they get so engulfed into um, society's ways of thinking and doing and and the the actions. And you see how it tears down um, a man or or a woman. Um, And it's crazy because like we're saying, we're going through all this, these 
different situations pandemic and the riots and stuff and sometimes i don't know if you guys have been asked this but they're like you know how are you doing in, in the midst of this i'm fine in the sense that i know who's who's keeping me amen i know yeah, where man. i'm grounded and so i continue to look to that if i feel that ooh, i'm kind of stepping off or my focus is is moving let me lean to the word yeah um yeah. i know going back to what you were just saying i know what it feels like to to have that internal struggle because i left when i was younger um and i wanted to come back because i knew what i was doing was wrong but there was that battle and I, i'm saying it because if you're feeling that battle out there know that you're not alone where it's like well all the stuff that i've done has been so bad my family doesn't like they're not going to understand the stuff that i went through because they didn't do it or like people are not going to understand and i was I, it came to a point where it was like, well, who cares what everyone else says? God is the only one who can forgive me. And I re, I still remember the night that I came back to Christ. It was like, I literally felt like that child, like that, you yeah. know, prodigal son coming back. And it that's why I feel very attached to the story because I lived that. I walked away. I lived the world. I did the bad things that the world offered me that I thought was great. And none of that gave me the peace because I, I, I still remember I did the sins i did the bad stuff and no matter how much fun i thought i was having the last thought every night that i had was if christ comes wow. i'm not going to heaven mm. Mm. you know and, and that's that right there is the beauty of the gospel mm. and let me explain because in the beginning we talked about sin is missing the mark yeah what is the mark righteousness but the only way to reach righteousness is through justification right yep. but yet the judge right if you look at all of us the, the verdict from the judge automatically has to be like, you're guilty, right? Yeah. So but the reality, that is our judgment. You know, we say a lot, and you mentioned it before, you know, God does judge us. And the judgment is you're guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then that's why the gospel is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because while our judgment should be guilty, the verdict, excuse me, should be guilty, Christ comes in and goes, okay, well, the only way you can come back to God is through righteousness, and you need to be justified through that. That's where I come in. And through what Man. I did on the cross of Calvary, <clears throat> me presenting myself as a sacrifice mm -hmm. in the holies of holies of the temple in heaven where the one that was here was modeled by. Okay. He presents himself, his blood. And through his blood, now we are sanctified. We are justified. So now when God goes with the gavel and goes, all right, let me go and drop this judgment real quick. He's going to go get. Oh, wait a second. The because the blood of Jesus Christ yeah. is over you, I have to judge you by going, you're now innocent. You're not guilty. And that's the amazing thing about it. And how do you do that? How do you do that? Just literally go to him. Scripture says that we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, but is without sin. But he goes, let us approach then God's throne of grace with what? With confidence. confidence. The same was the yes. same way the prodigal son was able to return home with that confidence of knowing my dad will forgive me. He will embrace me again, right? We have that confidence to be able to go to that throne of grace to acquire that help in time of need, mm -hmm. right? But we need to understand something too. Because you mentioned before, that God feels grief, he also feels anger. Yeah. And the reality is that we all know this in life, every action has a reaction. Every There is cause, there's effect, right? There's consequences to our actions. So the fact that God loves us 
does not mean that he's going to take away the consequences of the actions that we committed in the midst of that sin. He will embrace you again, but you're going to have to deal with those consequences, even if it's consequences that he himself imparts in us so that we could learn. But I urge you all, and I said this a couple of uh, 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 episodes before, I urge you all to repeat this verse that I'm about to read to you guys. Because the thing that happens is that when you fall, the enemy takes advantage of that fall and tells you, you can't go back home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just stay there. Just stay there on the ground. Mm-hmm. Look, God is angry. You done made God mad. And you know what the scripture says. Smite thee. Right? <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's bad for you, right? God is angry. But then here's what Micah says in the face of the whole, the, the people sinning, and he includes himself even, you know, in it, right? He says, you know, our sin. Notice what he says, and I urge you all to repeat this. When you find yourself in the moment that you realize, man, I messed up, and your spirit inside you is telling you, come back home, come back, come back. Don't think about it. Because we have a tendency of we mess up and we go, I already messed up, so let me get deeper in the mud. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Run to that throne of grace, right? But then when the enemy tries to come at you, read this. Micah chapter 7, right? Verses, you know what? Let's go with uh, verses 8 and 9. Well, 8 and 9 and 10. Listen to what it says. Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Now listen to this. I will bear the the indignation of the Lord. I will bear his anger. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that comes my way because of my actions, I will bear it. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because why? I have sinned against him until he pleads my cause. Not us trying to justify ourselves. Until he pleads my cause and executes judgment for me. He will bring me out to the light. I shall look upon his what? vindication then my enemy will see and shame will cover her who said to me where is the lord your god my eyes will look upon her now she will be trampled down like the mire of the streets the enemy is going to come at you and he's going to try to remind you of all the times that you messed up including the one you just did right now he's going to tell you stay there but i'm telling you don't god is saying right now listen get up Bear the consequences, bear the indignation, but understand this. I'm going to be with you. You just have to stand up firm on the word of God. Mm -hmm. David understood this. David understood this. You see chapter 38 of the book of Psalms and chapter 51 of the book of Psalms. David, in his sin, instead of just wallowing in that depression and going, forget it, life is over. What does he do? What does he do? Go to God. God, return to me the joy of of your salvation cleanse me give him uh, give me a, a, a new heart why because a humble and contrite heart god is not going to reject thank you jesus amen, amen. i was gonna say too um in regards to that because i want to add on that uh the fact that while you are in that sin that you're not in it alone what do i mean by that you have your local churches you have those that you know who are you know serving to reach to and that's why we're here yes. there so is. there's that other outlet because i think like when they're going through that mindset they're like, oh my god i'm gonna do this by myself and i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> but you be and surprised he, and the enemy does that as well on purpose because he doesn't want you to come back he'll make sure that you feel alone exactly which is 
uh, I think we talked about this yep. before one of our uh, the podcasts is that is one of the tactics of the enemy isolation mm-hmm. get you by yourself get you away and especially when you're in a moment of, of weakness and, and, and loneliness you you feed into it more but you know you have those people around you and um, you'd be surprised if you just take that leap of faith and ask can you help me you know i don't know how to go on to this next step or i know i'm in sin but i'm not exactly sure how to get out of it Mm -hmm. and that's why we have our pastors and our leadership here who have either maybe maybe experienced or maybe not but because they've been in the gospel for so long they've seen it yeah and they are there to be that that person to guide you Mm. to what the cross steph Mm -hmm. now that you bring that up let me ask uh you ladies this well everyone here but I kind of want to hear you you two more, right? Because <laughs> I'm talking too much. But uh, the question is that you mentioned, okay, to go to somebody, right? So now here's the side that we kind of want to touch upon before is like the Christian reaction to sin mm. and the way the world, the world's perception of Christians' reaction to sin, mm. right? The reality is that we said before that everyone sins. We're all on that same boat, right? But how then should we, the leaders and the pastors, how do we deal with 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 sin in in in, in midst of our churches the midst of our people do we do the extreme how some people assume that christians because you're a sinner we hate you or god hates you and we see that out there you know what i mean so how do we deal with that what is the christian's response to sin well i want to say my response is there is no hate in my heart for anyone Mm. there is what you're doing is wrong but I don't hate you as a person. And I feel like there needs to be that distinction because out there, if you don't agree with someone or if they're doing, you know, the sin, then you automatically hate that person. And I don't I don't think that's right. Mm. But more importantly, though, you know, I mean, more importantly, though, <laughs> man, see, Steph stopped doing <laughs> it and she passed it on to me. me. I, did it, I did it once. Yeah, yeah I know. Once. See, you know, it's your, your fault, Steph. Twice. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. So you said something interesting. You said that there's no hate in your heart. Right? But we as Christians, we are followers of who? Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ. 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 Yeah. So and Christ is God. Mm-hmm. So if Christ is God, who should we be modeling? Jesus, right? We God. <laughs> that was really- so. You mentioned there's no hate in in your heart, right? But I think the reason why there's no hate in our hearts towards, or there shouldn't be, yeah, <laughs> right. No hate <laughs> in our hearts towards other sinners is because of the fact that just as much as God loves us, He loves them too. Yeah, and I think that's very important to make it clear that the reason why we are who we are is because of who God is, Mm -hmm. because those same characteristics that he has, he has instilled on his people. Right. Um, And it's important to know that, yeah, though uh, we may uh, God may hate the sin. But he doesn't hate the sinner. Steph, you you were going to say something. Yeah. um, In regards to that statement, um, I wanted to read um, like a quote from Perk. Um, Parsons because I like the way he worded it and I was like that's exactly kind of like what that statement you guys are are saying so he says God loves the sinful who are repentant and trusting Christ and hates our sin Mm. so I feel like it kind of just like engulfs everything that what we're saying and the fact that God loves people like he created us he loves you know he put us all together in, in his image 
So I think that's something that we have to continue to kind of push forward. Mm -hmm. But always, you know, I think people take that statement and they and they flip it. Mm -hmm. And that's how they, you know, they use it for their gain, for what they're trying to uh, promote or uh, fight. So we have to continue to take that, but bring it back to the word. word. And that's how we defend, you know, when accusations are brought against us that are false. Right, we right. go, you know, through the word. And I think the problem also that we are encountering now in days is the fact that society out there is saying that we hate them because we don't accept them. So and it's like, no, I don't know. To me, it's kind of hard. And, and I think we as Christians have to unite in, in this because it's it. there is no hate. And, and that's the first thing that they say, oh, well, I'm, I am who I am, what, which I mean, in whatever sin you're doing, they say, you know, I am what I am and or I do what I do. Um, but we need to say, OK, that I understand what you're saying, but it's wrong. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I, you know, I'm not there to help you, but it's still wrong. Right. And I feel like they, they, they there's no separation of the two. So is 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 love accepting whatever a person does? No. Mm. This is this. Uh, can can I just add? This is why it's so important to be well versed in the word. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's very important that we always have the word with us wherever we go. I've encountered this situation numerous times, and I love to address this issue. I don't care where I am. I can talk with an atheist. I can th- talk with anyone because I have the word of God Amen. and she's the truth. And I believe the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with the word of God, what you were saying, um, I've dealt with that even with some staff members of mine who were uh, homosexual and were asking me, mm-hmm. you know, those questions, you know, okay, but you know, am I going to go to hell? Does God hate me? And we got into really heavy into that topic where I had to bring out the word and say, look how much God loves you. But look how much he hates sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then bring them back to the heart of God. At the end of the day, we need to not only are we supposed to bring people to the foot, to the feet of Jesus and the cross, because it's wonderful powerful beautiful what he did on the cross but more the heart of god that Mm. is above jesus we can't forget can i just i know we're just you know kind of in that time but i don't want to not share the political side of god yeah go ahead because the political side of god we see a different perspective. Republican or Democrat? No, I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we see a different. We see now. We're going to look at sin a little bit. We're going to see God dealing with sin in a little different way, right? Mm-hmm. When we deal with the political, because we've talked justification, we talk, and we see righteousness. We see all of this, like like Jay was saying. Yeah. Uh, we see a legal system in place. Mm -hmm. That's nothing but the political side of God. But here's the political side of God. If you see uh, the revolt in in heaven when Satan revolted against God, Mm -hmm. what did God do? He took him out Mm -hmm. and said, matter of fact, all those who are on his side, you, know. you could go to 
Yeah. yeah. Get out. <laughs> he Deuces. said, get out. <laughs> okay. Then we see Adam and Eve. Mm. No chance. Mm -hmm. That one time. Mm. Now, death comes to the body. He cursed the land. Mm. He cursed everything. Mm. Okay. And he dealt with it. Then we see man with their intention in their hearts. He destroys all the animals, the entire earth. Noah's the only one left. Mm -hmm. I see him deal with that. We see him in the desert with the people of Israel. And now he institutes a, a covenant with them where they have to sacrifice. So because of all their sins, matter of fact, in Adam and Eve, the way he dressed them was the cover was by blood yeah. mm -hmm. by the spilling of blood sacrifice. by a sacrifice we see that in the desert we see it over and over again with the law he he puts a law and says look if you want righteousness now you're gonna have to you have the blood has to be spilt mm -hmm. in order for you to be justified in order for you to be right with me you have to sacrifice and all of this through the years, all the way up to Jesus, where he gives his only begotten son. And so what is the Bible teaching us about God? That if he is not God, if he doesn't deal with the sin. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Actually, to put it in perspective, sin is tethered to God. Mm. it's around his waist all of our sins are around his waist and he's going to deal with them should they continue mm. he's going to yank on that rope pull it in and deal with it because the bible has shown us that he's been dealing with sin we look at jesus and we give him all the credit all the honor and praise but behind the cross was a God who said, you have no choice. Wow. Jesus said, take this away from me. No, thy will be done. Matter of fact, he spoke of it to Adam and Eve, that he would be the seed. And so we look at a political, we see a God that says, I'm going to deal with the sin of the world. But wait, don't go too far. That's so general. Now let's make it personal. Because I don't want to end with just grace. Because we, I believe, we're living in a time where everybody feels God loves me so much. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. And, and, do it. Oh, grace, grace, grace. And we don't see that our God is all loving but a consuming fire. Oh, yes. There it is. And so we see him with your sin <laughs> tethered to him saying, yeah, I see that sin. It hasn't gone far, far as you think. And should that practice continue? Mm -hmm. I'm going to yank it really hard and deal with it. So I encourage you because this topic of sin is serious. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the gospel has been watered down to such a point yep. where it was once 
that lemonade that when you sipped on it, it was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> to now it's Waterade. Waterade. Waterade, yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's to that point where it's been so watered down that everything is just grace, grace, love. God is so love and merciful and so graceful. And people continue to be lazy and they stay in that sin. I'm sorry, but I need to speak the truth. Yes, yeah, no, facts. They it. stay in that in that in that place. And they wallow in that pigsty because, yep, my father still loves me and I can go home anytime. Mm. <laughs> and the enemy uses that. Absolutely. Because I know that after I came back to Christ, there were times that I'm sitting there dwelling on doing something that I shouldn't. And it's like, but God will forgive me if I do it. That's but it right okay. here. But it's okay. It's okay. Mm. And then I literally had to be like, Cat, are you being stupid right now? Stop it. Exactly. And like I had to like, you know, smack myself spiritually because I'm like, I was really dwelling into, oh, well, it's, it's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, what, what comes to my mind is Noah's Ark. Because Noah constructed the Ark, mm -hmm. right? And throughout that whole time, there was time for people to be like, oh, let me, let me join this Ark real quick because it's, it's about to rain, right? But when it came down to it, just him and his family. And when the door was shut, no one could open it. Mm -hmm. So right now, God is a consuming fire. 100%. And I'm going to be honest, that fire is coming. Yeah. Yes, but the is. fact of the matter is that right now, the ark, the door of the ark is open. open. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. It's yes, open. It yeah. is. It's open. And open you can come invitation. In. Right. There it is. Right. All you got to do is come in. You don't got to find a pair. <laughs> you can just come <laughs> in, right? But then, Solo. <laughs> exactly. But then here's the thing. There's going to be a day where God's going to shut that door. Mm -hmm. And ask yourself, uh, what side are you going to be on when that door is shut? Mm. Mm -hmm. Are you going mm. to be inside or are you going to be outside? Mm. Because the fire is coming. The trumpet is going to sound. And I don't know about you. But like my mama says, yo quiero irme en el primer tren. I want to go on the first, that first train, right? I want that trumpet to sound. I'm be like, whoop, I'm out, right? But the reality is, is that we keep saying, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. We procrastinate with salvation. And we use grace as an excuse to do so. When the reality is, is that grace should move us to run even quicker. And I'll be like, oh my God, the time is running out. Yeah. Let me take advantage of this now. But if we keep lollygagging and we go, nah, I can do it tomorrow. When tomorrow comes, it's going to be too late. We act like Amen. we know. Yeah. Right. You know, so at the end of the day right now, before we go into, and I'm going to have Brother Javier is going to be coming to give some announcements real quick uh, before we end today's program. But I love the fact that you went there, mm -hmm. Isai, because we talk about God's grace and we have to. It's word and it's true. Right. And God's grace is there. Um, to move us. His kindness is there to move us to that repentance, right? Paul himself said in the book of Romans, but here's the thing, that we have to understand, though, that it only goes, eventually, it's gonna, time is gonna run out. Yeah. And you have to make a choice. There's been a lot of people who had an ability to do something, but they haven't done it because they were waiting for tomorrow. And tomorrow never came. And let me tell you something right now, to be real, I don't want to get too deep into it because that's a whole other conversation, but the rapture can happen at any moment. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Everything that points to the 
when the time is going to happen for the rapture, that's done. Yeah. So literally, as we're having this conversation, literally everything at this moment, what would happen right now? You who are listening, what would happen if all of a sudden, any second, all you hear is this? Everything just went silent. Mm. Everybody bounced. The rapture happened and you're sitting there. What? It should shake you to your core. And the reality Absolutely. is, is that Absolutely. as much as we can go and put excuses <clears throat> and go, God, but no, no, and God's going, wait, 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 weren't you just listening to 180? <laughs> Didn't they just bring the word? Didn't they just tell you, hey, come back home? So the reality is that if you have that opportunity now, take it. do not wait for tomorrow. His grace is sufficient. 100%. His power is perfected in your weakness. 100%. But only if you allow it to be. Only if you make that choice to go, God, I'm yours. Isai? And I just want to add this uh, just short, brief statement. Stop worrying about your brother or your sister's sins. Oh, please worry about your own. That's right. There it is. The word of God says that we should watch our first, our salvation with fear and trembling. And so, if we're not perfect, then that means that there is a lot that we have to work on us. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes we get busy looking at our wife or our children or at work, whoever it is, and we're looking at other people's sins. Worry about yourself mm. because during Judgment Day, you will stand alone. Yeah. I'm sorry. I smiled because when you said "worry about yourself," I thought about that that meme with the little girl, the little girl going, "Worry about yourself." I was thinking the same thing. We had that connection. I saw you guys yeah. make contact. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's uh, secret but, code right there. Yeah, but you know what he's saying? You're, you're 100% correct. And and again, God loves you. Amen. And this is yes, the opportunity that He has established for you. But there's moments where just like any good father has to sit you down and go let's have a little serious conversation for sure and i think that this one was one where god was like okay we're gonna have that serious conversation and i think that the reality is we want to make it clear before we pass it to javi so he can uh, bring bring uh the noticia say 90 version javi right (laughs) um (laughs) uh the reality is that everything that we've spoken applies to every single person in this room first Amen. amen That's another thing that we need to understand, that if God gives you a word, you better make sure that that word is applying to yourself first. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, dang, yes, I've got to reevaluate myself because mm-hmm. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to mm-hmm. get yeah. that wrath. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that I am right in Christ. And I think that's yeah. something we need to do every day. They, you yeah. know, the psalmist in, in chapter 139, if I'm not mistaken, 139 at the end, he's like, Lord, examine me. See if there's any perverse way in me and, and, and guide me. In that righteous way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not an easy thing because if you're telling God, examine me, he's going to go, okay, okay let me list. show you everything oh, brother, you're doing oh, wrong. Brother, that's another hour. Don't get me yeah. started. Sorry. I'm Don't sorry. get me started. <laughs> brother Javi. Javi, God bless you, Javi, man. Javi, oh, man. man. This is, this is, uh, uh, this, this, this conversation could go for hours, man. You know, yeah, I, man. I, I just touched a little bit of what you guys been sharing today. I was uh, having a sit down with Gene and going over the website and, and some things that we updating. Um, but the, the reality of the fact of, of this whole factor is that sometimes we don't understand the the need of us 
realizing or coming to the to the full understanding that the word of God is will confront you. Yeah. In every way, shape, or form. And, and one thing that I I love about the dynamic that you guys have been creating in 180 is that we not sugarcoating anything. Yeah. And, and the reality is that no our young people, here. right? <laughs> our, our young people for many, many years, um, unfortunately, the leadership and transparency is key, have have created a system of, of entertainment. Um, I have no problems with lighting, but the reason, the, the question is, what's the lighting for? I have no question with the smoke machines, but the question is, what, what's the purpose? Mm. I have no question with the hype show, but the question is, what's that necessary for? What is that bringing? And, and the reality is that our young people are, are yelling in silence, like I have said. When I go into my secret place and I pray over the young people, the fact that we have kids, right, and we have yeah. teenagers, um, there's a big concern from the parent side saying, okay, so now what? What's the next season? What's the next stage? My Lord, they teenagers. What are going to be the challenges they're going to be working with? And, and talking about hell and heaven has become a, a, a no don't don't talk about that no 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 right right now is not the moment right, right so the question right. is so when is the moment when mm -hmm. when is the time mm -hmm. that we are going to have the conversations yeah. within us to be able to bring light into this generation and let them know listen if you're not walking with god you're walking with the devil there's there's nobody in between and wow, and it's, it sounds harsh it sounds uh oh you, you guys are, no th that's reality there's, or you walking with God or you walking with the devil. There ain't nobody in between. Mm. Un unfortunately, we don't hear that much, but I, I strongly believe in the, in the time that I've been listening to you guys, um, these are themes that we have to continue visiting yeah. because our kids are being so much entertained with all this digital um, factors and all these resources that in reality is garbage. And if we don't, um, make a presence within these different platforms with podcasting and and the Facebook Live and yes, let's do streaming and let's let's invade their privacy with good, healthy content. The church needs to return yeah, back to and, the Word and, of God. And, and that's the point blank. Back Amen. to the Word of God. Well, anyway, I didn't come here to preach. <laughs> Santo. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, send out a shout to uh, Assemblies of God Leadership, right? AG, Amen. they they did their event last night, which I think they're going to revisit today. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, I want to send out a shout to all those guys that have been working hard to make this happen. Um, and that the reality of the fact is that uh, most of the leadership that have established and founded this ministry comes from Assemblies of God. Mm. Um, so to be able to be part of the denomination for years for whatever reason, right, as a child or as a young person or whatever it is, um, is an honor to be able to see the new generation um, coming up within this ministry of radio um, that was founded by people from that denomination. So, um, again, thank you. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. Uh, don't let people Man. tell you different. I, I know for a fact that you guys are marking this territory like nobody else have. Not saying that the past team didn't do a great job because I'm part of that team of 20 years ago that we had a youth program um, here in, in, in Radio Mol, powerful. But this generation need conversations with 
different perspectives, um, understanding that there is resources available for you to create change in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that what will create those changes is the word of God. Mm -hmm. um, and I thank you guys for that. Um, I just wanted to take these couple of seconds, uh, Josue, uh, to share with you guys that in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a back to school event here at Radio Amor. Nice. Um, we just had a conversation with one of the city leaders. He asked me not to share uh, his name yet because um, we still work in the logistics and how we're going to conduct the event. But um, I just want to share the word. You know, what I mean, uh, there's a lot of families in need um, based on the situation that we've been dealing with the last couple of months. As we know, there's a lot of financial uh, needs and crises within our community that we don't know. There's a lot of people that you walk by daily and they smile at you and they had lost their job or they cut their hours or or they struggling at home to take care of their kids right now that the school system is considering to open the school but they're going 50 50 a lot of the parents are advocating for the school for for the school not to open the school so they can have uh homeschooling um now there's a different uh they, they're talking about distancing learning and and as you know in the last couple of weeks we've been bringing leaders um weekly and and in weekends to try to keep that um, going, but the reality is that there's a need. There's, there's a lot of need, and I just had a conversation uh, with a city leader, and to hear these stories uh, of families that are calling desperate, um, saying, "If the school open, I don't have the finances to buy uniforms." Touching, man. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't have finances to buy my kids the book bag that I was able to buy last year because I don't mm -hmm. have the finances. And that's it's touching. So I just want to let the parents know and, and the young people through 180 um, that Radio Mall in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be working hard to see how we be able to identify families within the city of New Haven and the city of Bridgeport to be able to help them in that area. Um, maybe in the next week or two, um, I'm going to be talking to Josue and the 180 team to see if we could invite uh, some education leader within our cities. Um, as a guest in 180 and give them a five or 10 minute segment because the audience that we have at Radio Molen Sujente is not the audience that we have in 180. So it's very important for me as the general manager to try to cover all, all the audience, right? So this is resources that not only is available for Radio Molen Sujente, but it's also available for 180. So maybe we won't have them here uh, in person, uh, maybe we will bring them to Radio Molen Sujento or La Hora Escolar. We pre-record whatever resources they have available, and then we could replay it, pre-record it in 180 to make the students and the young people aware that if your parents are struggling at home, listen to me, if mm. your parents are struggling at home, we're not only here to give you the spiritual aspect, the spiritual perspectives to feed your need. We are also here to be a resource and however we can help you guys. Mm -hmm. Amen. So Amen. know that. Amen. Send a chat to the 180 team yes. and they will communicate yes. with us and we'll try our best to uh, help our community. Amen. 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 God bless Amen. you guys. Javi, thank you so much, man. Javi, it's I appreciate good it. seeing you here, man. Hey, Another student. He, he was my teacher as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. The, the, the difference between you and I is that I dropped out. Wow. <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> 
I dropped out. I didn't graduate. Javi, that's not the the, the drop the mic moment. That's not the moment people are like, yo, I dropped out. I'm out. Like that. That's the, our pastor Marcus. We was in the graduation come, yeah. on another note, right? And and he from a front. You know our pastor Mark, man. He he's awesome. He says we we have the guy that haven't graduated but has a master's degree. And everybody was well, he's been here for eight years, and I think he's still in the second year. Yeah. Oh, man. I really love how Javi is talking about back to school, and right before he leaves, he's like, by the way, I dropped out. Like, uh, no, listen, bro, like, no, no, listen. He didn't drop out for being a bad student. That's you right. Were a good that, student. I'm, I'm gonna, let's I revisit that. that. Um, <laughs> um, theology school, Bible school, however mm. you want to call it, has been misused in a lot of ways. Mm. I, I don't go to Bible school to get credentials. I go to Bible school to learn. Mm-hmm. Facts. Hello. You you, you don't go right. you don't go to Bible school because you want to be recognized with perfect attendance and then leave empty and didn't learn nothing. Mm. Mm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that said, yo, stop looking at me like that. If, if, it, if it takes, <laughs> listen, right. if it takes ten years for you to finish four years of Bible school, continue doing it. Yeah, I had my personal reasons why I had to not drop out because I left. I just couldn't continue. And hey, it is what it is. And then I came the following year, checked my credits, okay, and I missed his class. And let's let's do it again. Yep. But when 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 you go to Bible school or theology school, however you want to call it, because you just want credentials, 180, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Go to theology school, go to Bible school, want to educate yourself, to find teachers like Isaiah to yes. confront you and challenge there you to do better. Amen. And then you could take that and apply it in other areas in your life right. to be able to feed others. If you go in there just to get an A and look good in front of your teacher, and then go find out that you got credentials, and then you say that somebody told you you got a calling. No, come on, yeah. All right, <laughs> you wasting your time. <laughs> yeah, how he's speaking facts. He's speaking facts. But you know what? That, that that's that's the beauty of it. We're speaking. Uh, we're being real. Yeah. You know keep what I mean. And, and and Bible Institute is 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 important. But I, I love the fact that he did mention do it not because you want the title or because you want the credentials. Do it because you want to get closer to God yeah. and you want to be able to be a better instrument. To be used by God. Better vessel. That's there right. it is. And we can't negate that those steps that you need in order to get to, to, that. to yeah. that. So you can negate that if you are being called to be a minister, that it does require credentials. And in order to get those right. credentials, we got to go to school. We got to get that. Yeah, but yeah. it's not to say, and I understand what he's saying. Yeah. You know, you're not there just to like, you know, you know, do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, um, studying the word of God is a personal daily yeah. Devotion, but you know, you you know, Steph, this is a whole nother. Oh man, we're supposed to be done. This is this <laughs> is a whole nother topic <laughs> Sorry, because you mentioned like, okay, yeah, to do, to be a minister, yeah, you need credentials, you need this, you need that. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. But here here's the thing, right? I personally believe, and I've had I've had this confrontation. How you saying? I've been confronted with this oh, okay. uh, in, in in my own relationship with God, literally recently, right? Because the question we're on our fourth year. Holla, Holla, right? I'm on my third year. Holla. Right. There it is. There it is. So I'll my be seeing you guys soon. Yeah. Yes. So my thing was like, okay, well, okay, the fourth year and I'm done. But no, then you're never done. F- for the for, for the for the first time ever, something in my mind, in the back of my mind, was going, "Are you really done though? 
And then I had a conversation because I'm not big with school. I'm going to be honest. I'm not. I'm not. He not. Uh, and <laughs> wow. Clearly, you're not because that English, he not. <laughs> he be not. Right. But here's the thing. I had a conversation recently and it's like, okay, well, you know, I was talking about BBI. And then this person goes, so what are you doing about your bachelor's? And I was like, uh, what? And he's like, so what are you going to do? And he just hit me right there. And then this whole, we had this whole huge conversation that ended up with this point. If you feel that you have a calling from God, prepare yourself for that calling. Mm -hmm. It's not about having a title. It's not about having credentials because at the end of the day, I'm going to be up front. You can have all the credentials you want. You can have all the titles before your name, doctor, reverend, uh, your highness, whatever you want. At the end of the day, what matters is the reality that you are an instrument of God. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. So if you're going to get this education, it shouldn't be for the sake of, well, let me be able to have the credentials so that people can take me serious. No, it has to be because I'm doing this because I have to prepare myself because God is telling me I'm going to use you as an instrument. It's time for you to yes. uh, uh, sharpen mm. yourself, Amen. prepare Amen. yourself. Mm -hmm. So now something that I didn't want to do, and I don't even know why I'm saying this on the air. <laughs> So, and I didn't want to do. Now I find myself going, I got you, God. I have to do it. Not because I want to, but because if I have a calling, let me walk in that calling. And walking in that calling doesn't mean that tomorrow I'm going to be a pastor. No, it means let me start establishing and taking the steps needed. But in order to do that, before you do any calling, the first step is deny yourself. It's not about what you want. It's not about what you think. It's not about your opinion. It's about the word of God and what God is demanding of you. And one thing that I think he's demanding of all of us is to refocus on him and his word. Yes. The door is going to close. So now the question is, are you going to enter before it closes? And are you going to open your mouth and spread the word that the door is open? Or are you going to stay shut because you feel that you're safe already in? Mm hmm. Mm. We leave you with that. But with that said, guys, <laughs> on a happier note, let's give our final words real quick. Yes, uh, Jay, let's start with you, my friend. Oh, yeah. Um, this this really feels like a classroom of density, which is a, the right? high, a really high compliment, especially with like, no, I'm not saying it just to anybody. It's like really one of my favorite teachers in the sense of, you know, I listen, I be quiet and I get uh, fed with scripture, um, uplifted, confronted, convicted and brought to the gospel Amen. and there's nothing more you can ask Glory from that to God. and yeah. like especially with your testimony with the cat like that's where where i used to where i've been in the sense of mm. that battle of um uh of faith in the sense of uh it's not too late to go to back to the father's house i've yeah. been in there and there's I, i've been in that position of like yeah there's no way he'll take me back there's no reason why he wouldn't and in, in a sense true but you gotta remember who the father is mm -hmm. you know it, it's, it's that lie that enemy uses that will literally trap you down like a trap yeah. and just hearing all of it, it just reminds you of like Remind you who the father is and you go to the father and you embrace him and you know hearing all that is very much like i said it's all of those things which is i always love about whenever you teach and other other teachers that i like as well is you bring all that not just leave them hanging but you uplift them you stir them up like i said in second peter chapter one so yeah. a big thank you and hopefully again next time you know i'm more than willing to hear this again um yeah but yeah 
You can hear it again on Spotify. True. Hey. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's a good plug. Isai, uh, you have any quick final words? Because uh, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's. I'm grateful to be here. I am just uh, so happy. I'm glad that I was able to share this word. Uh, I just wanted to also uh, a quick shout out to my pastor, Javier Diaz, mm-hmm. from the Radiant yeah. Star of Jacob, and yes. Isaiah Miranda, Chris Soto, Ariel Pe- Perez. <laughs> uh, those are my people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And also, um, Arcadio Negron also. Um, these are the, the, the people I love. These are pastors from my church at the Radiant Star of Jacob. Uh, I'm surrounded by really good people, good ministers. That's awesome. But here in this room, I see awesome ministers of God's word. Um, you know, you guys, just the fact that you're sharing the word of God here just a, a testament to the ministry that God has for you guys. Um, and I'll just go a little further. I know we are pressed on time, so I'll just go a little further to, 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 to shed a little bit more light on this. You know, I was born and, and raised in church, and um, I turned from God uh, at the very young age of 15, from the age of 15 all the way through into my um 20s or more than that you know i was just uh uh, running with the pack and just uh, a lot of evil a lot of bad doing wrongdoing all through that time um god was watching over me protecting me i can't believe that i'm still alive Mm -hmm. i can't but it was all because of purpose god knew that i would be here today even back then when I was doing dirt and just being bad, even during those times in Loth, God saw something more. He saw a vessel that he would be using. And so to God be the glory. Amen. He deserves all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. And I can honestly say that he rejoiced in heaven the day that I gave my life back and I came to back to my father's house. I can imagine him looking at the angels around him and looking at Jesus and looking at the Holy Spirit going, Isaiah's back. <laughs> Glory to God. And so I just, just I, and I, I just want to say thank you guys Amen. for having me. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you guys in class. Yes. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it, whether it be in a classroom <laughs> setting or on Zoom. But either way, we're going to continue to uh, to do what we do. Amen. Amen. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Amen. Uh, Catalina, before we leave real quick. I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, it. I love coming because uh, or speaking because every time I just want to open up myself and just talk about the stuff that I've gone through because I know that there's people out there who are going through the same situations and they might feel like no one can understand them. Well, I'm here to say that's not true. I'm mm. here to say that I've been through some of the stuff that you guys are going through. And like I always say, if you need someone to talk to, if you need prayer, if you need anything, just hit us up and, you know, we'll we'll speak to you guys amen awesome stephanie bye no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> um no i'm grateful that uh isai said yes and that he's mm-hmm. here and that we were able to discuss this topic and um for those that are listening thank you for your support and tune in next saturday amen awesome all right god bless everybody thank god you for bless. joining us in another episode of 180 we love you uh stay firm in jesus christ amen. 
And we will be here next Saturday at 2 p.m. This has been another episode of 180. 180.